and welcome to the Second Tier Betting, your specialist podcast for punting on the championship. You've got yourself a championship expert in me, Ryan Dilks, and your pro tipster, it's only Jimmy the Punt. Jimmy, how's it going, old sport? Yeah, good afternoon. All good, thank you. Not as good as you, though, I bet. Oh, don't start, mate. Don't start. We'll <laughs> go over the recap in just a sec, because I may have had a couple of decent bets during the midweek games in the championship. What we're going to do in this show, ladies and gentlemen, is give you our best bets for the championship in the games coming up this weekend. So our nap, next best bet and long shot. So you've got that to look forward to. As always, please gamble responsibly. And when the fun stops, stop. I mean, midweek, I didn't do too bad, did I? I had West Brom to win at 6-5 to five as my nap. But the big headline act was a Mitrovic hat-trick, which I tipped at 18-1. to 1. I may as well go home now because as far as, <laughs> as, far as I care, I, I think I'm pretty much up for the whole season now after that beauty came in. I, I, as soon as I saw it the first half, I jumped, because I was at the derby match in midweek, I kind of just jumped out my seat a little bit in excitement having seen that because, you know, I'm flying now, and sometimes it's all just about your luck, just turning in a single week. And uh, I very nearly had a clean sweep, didn't I, Jimmy? Because you were just saying uh, you text me in midweek because my next best bet was Ilman and Dai to score any time at four to one, and he hit the post from about six yards out. I so I, I'm confident that bet will come in eventually. It's got to because we've been tipping it for ages now, and Dai to score any time at ridiculous odds, but we've not had the luck go our way. How did you do in midweek, Jimmy? <laughs> no good, no good whatsoever. I'll just have a quick thirty seconds um, rant. Blackburn, I've tried to play, tried to play it safe. Uh, Asian handicap, so a draw would have got our money back. They lost. There were goals fest at Oakwell. I didn't think it would be. Uh, I said both teams score no. That had lost by half time, and then my long shot Morgan's Gibbs White to score any time. Never, never looked like starting. Just like Sheffield United, really didn't. Um, look like scoring apart from a day so uh, yep another week to forget back to back um, zero wins but um, hopefully hopefully we get back to winning ways this weekend for myself personally we don't need to were you uh, picking out (laughs) to be fair I don't think you've had a week yet where you haven't got one right am I right in saying that well that was the case up until um, last weekend and now I've done it twice in a row so oh, don't no. make an it's all right. we all go through these slumps don't we you may, you only have to look at Sheffield United for that so um, <laughs> you, you'll come back around mate I've got full faith in you because I know what you're like you're bloody good at finding that value so how about you start off by showing us how you're going to turn around your form with your nap for this coming weekend JTP yeah, it's, I've done a bit of something different this weekend in the sense that we, we like to have a short odds nap and then sort of longer next best, longer thing. But I was really struggling to um, whittle down my bets. So I've gone for three longer price ones. Obviously, my favourite is Ooh. still my nap. The one I think is the biggest value. And that's a Jean Seri card uh, in Fulham's game against Coventry on Saturday. That's the early kickoff. That's with 365 at 9-2. to two. Uh, And in a nutshell, it just ticks all my boxes you got a the best ref for cards, the um, a good player for getting booked, and his his opposite number is an absolute foul magnet. So we'll start with the ref. It's Gavin Ward. He's got an average of four point eight six cards per game in the championship this season. So he's brandished twenty five yellows and two reds in his last five. And of those referees to referee, 
seven or more games, he's, that's the best Cards record. So good start for Cards. Now, Seri, he's got two this season. Um, and over the past two seasons, he's obviously played very limited game time, but he's got Cards per 90 rec- uh, cards per ninety average of 0.3. So he's carded in um, around 30% of the 90 minutes he completes. Um which is all good. It's all good. But then there's just a small matter of who he'll be up against, and it's Callum O'Hare. Uh, I know it's a bit of a lazy parallel to draw, but he, he's Grealish Mark too, and he both in appearance, development, and and how how they both play. Because as his uh, fellow uh, Aston Villa academy graduate, he has that knack of drawing fouls. I, I don't know how to describe it. He just he just wins fouls. I don't know if it's because he's little yeah. or he has the ability just to leave his leg dangling. But he's he's uh, he just draws him. He's that's um. It's just shown by he's been fouled 36 times this season already. That's top of the championship. He was fouled 117 times last season. That was top of the championship. Um, yeah, so it'll be Seri tasked with trying to contain him this week. And just one final point on this, which is quite exciting, is um, of the centre mids to face Coventry this season, there's been six booked out of the 19, which is almost a third. So almost a third of the centre mids facing Coventry have been booked. That's at least one centre mid booked in five of the ten games they've played, so it's a it's an excite it's a bet that has got me excited, and, and the price is certainly backable. The only slight caveat, it's not really a caveat, but uh, Fulham have got an embarrassment of Richards all over the place, aren't they? They've got a lot of options in centre mids. Shallaber could start, or Reed could start, um, both of which are good angles, uh, both of which are good prices for a card as well, but. Just one to be wary of is will uh, I, I expect Seri to start, but in case he doesn't, uh, Chalibur and Reed are good bets, so it's worth checking the lineups. But yeah, sorry to be booked nine to two, my nap. That makes complete sense, mate. The logic is all there, as you say, ticks three boxes good ref, good player for picking up cards, and a good player who he's up against who is a foul magnet. And Callum O'Hare is certainly a foul magnet. Don't know about you, but when I've been going for my card bets recently. I've been basing it on who the player is directly against. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, for example, if it's Adama Traore, for example, in the Premier League, I go for the left back. And Callum O'Hare is one of those fouled players. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to be jumping on that myself because 9-2 to is a big old price. Uh, My nap. In fact, I've gone for similar to you, actually. I've gone for three big prices this week because I really struggled to find much value until I had a good search around and then three prices stood out for me. This one is one which I just can't get my head around. It's Jed Wallace to score any time from Millwall against Barnsley. That's three to one at bet three, six, five. Now instantly when I say that, and anyone who knows anything about the championship, here's Jed Wallace at three to one score for Millwall. Alarm bells should be ringing in your ears because if anyone's going to score for Millwall, it's Jed Wallace. He is just a one-man team at times, and if Millwall are going to score in a game, it's there's a very high chance that it's going to come through him. Um, they're coming up against Barnsley this weekend. Who I've been having a look at some of their data recently, and they're actually pretty crap. And they don't seem to be getting any better. <laughs> um, I was looking at the odds for Millwall to win, but considering we all know how much they draw, I, I just couldn't get behind it, um, Millwall to win outright. So I was having a look around and then I saw the Jed Wallace price. I'm almost certain Millwall will score at least one. So if that is the case, then Jed Wallace to score three to one any time just seems like 
common sense because Barnsley are looking like a really poor team uh, at the moment. They've obviously got the capabilities to turn it around. But right now, in this very moment, they are a poor side. So, yeah, I definitely expect Mill to score at least one. And Jed Wallace is going to be right at the top of the list for goal scorers there. Three to one. Can't argue with that, I'm afraid. Next best bet then, JTP. What are you thinking? Yeah, I've stuck with Fulham, um, which I I don't know. It always feels a bit wrong to just put all your eggs in one basket. But it was another it was another bet. I found myself trying to find ex- excuses not to back, but I just couldn't find any. It's Mitrovic um, to score and be carded. It's uh, six point one seven with bet three six five. Uh, seven point one seven with bet three six five. Sorry. Um, and yeah, his pedigree at this level in terms of scoring goals is just indisputable. 10 already this season. And I don't know if you know, but he bagged a hat-trick on uh, Wednesday. Oh, did he? Uh, oh. So he's just taken his claim to be one of the uh, all-time greats at the second tier. If only someone um, tipped that. Yeah, if only someone tipped it. I meant to say, <laughs> I, I think I put a tweet out. Um, it was, uh, t- you, you could get it at 25 to 1. Oh, really? Yeah. <sighs> I mean, 18 to 1, I'm still not too disappointed with that. But 25 to 1, I mean, that's even bigger. Where was that? That was Betfred. Betfred. Damn it. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, but um, so combining a goal with a card boosts his odds nicely. Uh, I, I remember when Steve McLaren signed in for Newcastle, he, he was quoted saying he's got a bit of the devil inside him. And that certainly proved to be the case from his time in English football. Uh, this season, 1.5 per game, that's what is average, that is second most for Fulham. Two yellow cards already, that is the most for Fulham. In the UK, he's actually picked up 23 in 162 appearances, that's bookings. 16 of those have come in the Championship. So the only caveat I will add to this bet is, that's a cards per 90 in the second tier, a 0.2. So uh, in terms of probability, you could make a case that it should be much closer to 4-1 to for a card. However, so I was almost put off with that. But however, I found something very interesting regarding Coventry. And that is that four of the strikers, um, of the opposite team strikers have been booked. That's four out of 13. So almost a third. Lavery, uh, Lyle Taylor, Corley Woodrow and Big Kiefer Moore have all been booked against them. And I've been speculating as to why. And I can't exactly pin it down. I don't know if it's Big McFasden at the back because he's, he's a bit rough and ready. But I, don't, I, I'm, I wish I could be more incisive as to why it is. But... Um, there's definitely a trend of strikers picking up bookings against them and Mitrovic is one of the most rough and ready strikers in the division so I'd certainly fancy him to find a card given uh, the uh, the start Coventry have made to uh, drawing bookings from strikers so I think at um, almost uh, touch over six to one Mitrovic a goal and card is a is a good is a good way in for this game yeah he likes goals and he likes cards. So I have nothing more to add on that point. Uh, my next best bet is it's from a market that I don't really delve into very often, but I'm not really sure why I don't delve into it a bit more, really. I've gone for Ryan Giles to get an assist for Cardiff against Reading. That's six to one at Paddy Power. Now, it's a bit of a weird one that he is that price compared to if you look at the actual market, there are some players on there who are shorter prices, which should just never be shorter price than that in the first place. But nonetheless, uh, Ryan Giles is averaging a chance created every 25 minutes in the championship this season. Huh. Only Mario Vrancic at Stoke has a better record than that in the whole league this season. The 
short end of it is he is Cardiff's only real creative outlet. And that is Cardiff's big problem this season. That's one of the reasons why they're struggling so much at the moment is because they have got very little creativity. And Ryan Giles is their only one. I think he's got where well, he did. He did at one point have the most assists in the division um, by, I think he had four in his first four games. And now I'm just looking at it now. He's still got five and he's only started five games this season. So really, why he's sixth one, I have no clue whatsoever. Admittedly, Cardiff aren't in great gone aren't in great strokes at the moment anyway. But if they were to score, then you'd expect Ryan Giles to be the person who gets the assists. And Cardiff are coming up against Reading this weekend, and Reading, as we all know, are one of the worst teams defensively in terms of expected goals. It varies from platform to platform, but whichever one you look at, Reading do concede quite a few chances. They've got a bit better recently, but still, if Cardiff are going to score a goal or two this weekend, then you'd expect Ryan Giles to be involved in some way or form. So I really, really like that price. I'm going to be lumping on later today on that one. Anything you want to add, Jimmy? Yeah, no, I was just nodding along then. It's a it's a great market to get at because it's just one of them things that bookies are going to... It, I don't know why, but they seem to struggle to quantify um, exactly key passes in relation to um, expected assists in relation to a decent answer. It's not... I don't know yeah. why, but yeah. It's a weird one because the favourite to get an assist was Will Volks, who is an industrious midfielder. So I think he was 10 to 3. So you can get Ryan Giles at nearly twice the price, <laughs> even though he's got the second most chances created every minute. It's very weird. Uh, anyway, let's go to our long shots then, Jimmy, my boy. What is your long shot for the championship this weekend? I know uh, my long shot. I'm going to be boring again. It's uh, one I, I, one I did tout uh, in the midweek. It's Morgan Gibbs White any time. It's got longer, obviously, given Sheffield United are away to Bournemouth, but it's uh, 13 to two with Betfair and Paddy Power. And uh, we did speak about it last weekend uh, when I um, when I tipped Osborne again, Ben Osborne for Sheffield United to score. But we were saying about prices. We've just got a back prices, not be that emotionally invested in the bets. It's all about the prices. And once it's gone, stop backing it because we're, we're just playing for value. And uh, case in point, the Osborne price, it's gone to below what I deem value, even though we're away, even though Sheffield United are away at Bournemouth, he's gone to five to one. We could get him at eight to one uh, in the midweek. So that is a bet that's gone. It happened with Tyler Smith, happened with your um, Bakuna. I'm sure it'll happen with Mitrovic. We're just getting behind prices that are going to go. So I'm just sticking with Morgan Gibbs White. I know it's a bit boring, but um, I don't care. I'm here to make money. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the point, aren't we all? Well, I haven't been making much recently, but the uh, I'll try and keep it brief because um, I went on a bit in the midweek. Next best price is seven to two. That's across the board. So that is some that is some golf as it is. Uh, I'm also gonna doff my cap to a brace. That's eighty to one. Next best price is twenty eight to one. That's with three six five. I deem to be. Really like the 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 measuring stick for prices because they're always spot on. Uh, he is United's creative catalyst. Um, he's already got the second most goals contributions despite joining uh, an international break. Um, and yeah, the the uh, I know we're um, a fan of Ndai on this podcast. Um, and the only reason I've gone for Gibbs White over and Dye is and Dye is really struggling for fitness. He usually gets hooked around the hour mark because he, he just can't run anymore so mm. uh morgan gibbs white got the edge on fitness he is the creative catalyst and and the price is just uh it is not going to stick around so uh i'll be taking that again 
that is the anytime at 30 to 2 and the brace at 18 to 1 uh, 80 to 1 I like that I was um, going to tip and die again but then I thought coming up against Bournemouth good team but you've given me a food for thought there certainly right my long shot this weekend and I've gone for the multi-scorer market once again. I've gone for Elijah Adebayo to score two or more for Luton against Huddersfield. The best price I could find was 13-1 to 1 at Paddy Power slash Betfair. Now, many people who have been listening to the podcast for a while will know that I tipped him at the start of the season to be top scorer. And for quite some time, it was looking like that was a bit going to be a bit of a dud bet because he wasn't really firing. But now he's a man full of confidence. He's got four goals from his last two home games. And then he's had 12 shots in his last three games, six of which were against Coventry in midweek. As I say, growing in confidence. And for anyone who listens to the normal second tier podcast, they'll know that we've been saying for the past few days that Luton have a bit of a strange side because they've been creating shed loads of chances, just not finding the back of the net. But now that Adebayo is looking like a more confident striker. I'm hoping and praying that this might be it for him and he might, you know, start firing for fun. They come up against Huddersfield, who are looking a bit of an open side. Against Blackburn in midweek, they were very attacking. It was very end-to-end. And I'm wondering if, because Huddersfield got the result, Carlos Corbrand might stick with that philosophy of going all-out attack and just trying to score more goals than the opposition. I mean, you've got to do that anyway in football, but nonetheless. <laughs> um, what I'm trying to say is, Adebayo, considering he's got four goals from his last two home games, they're at home again here against a... Huddersfield side, who are quite open at the back. Luton, like creating chances. I think Adebayo to score two or more at 13-1 to is a good, decent price. And I'll be jumping all over that. To be fair, I was looking at him to just score in any time as well. because I can't remember what the price was, but it was quite decent as well. But for a long shot, you've got to go big, haven't you? Right, mm-hmm. let's round up our bets, Jimmy. What have you got for the bets this coming weekend? Yeah, my nap is... Uh, Jean Seri to be carded. That is nine to two with bet three six five. My next best is Mitrovic to score and be carded. That is seven point one seven. Also with three six five. And my long shot is Morgan Gibbs White to score any time at thirteen to two with Betfair and Paddy Power. Should we do a little treble? I think get, get let's combine Run, our our best bets. We'll have Jed Wallace to score any time for Millwall. That's three to one at bet365 we'll have um seri that's nine to two uh what was that was that also bet365 yeah that was also 365 365 and then we'll chuck in uh let's go as a bio why not 13 to one to score two or more goals for luton this weekend i don't know what that pays but it's going to be a big old bloody price uh so <laughs> lump them all in uh my other bet, which i haven't mentioned is my next best bet that's ryan giles to get an assist for Cardiff against Reading, which is six to one at Paddy Power. As always, please gamble responsibly. And when the fun stops, stop. We haven't got any games next week because it's an international break. So what we're going to do instead, me and Jimmy are going to revise our outright bets for the season. Of course, we gave you four different episodes right right at the start of the season. But now we're going to see if we uh, have changed our minds at all and see if we can find any value for the outright market. So make sure you tune in again next Thursday. Jimmy the Punt, thank you for your time today. No, my pleasure. Hopefully get a few winners these weekend. 
I'll tell you what, if we get some winners this weekend, they're going to be big, big, ladies and gentlemen. I've been Ryan Dilks, and to you, listener, thank you for listening.